Welcome to Let's Chat Teaching, an Apple Tree Resources podcast where each week we'll dive into all things teaching in the grades 5 to 8 classroom. I'm your host, Nicole Sanders, a classroom teacher turned online pro D course creator. I'm here to help you strategize, unpack, and create more ease in your classroom this year. Welcome to Let's Chat Teaching. I'm your host, Nicole Sanders. Today, we're going to talk about how to add some sparkle into these very gray and dreary months. We're going to take a look at how we can do that and get through them. So I'm glad you're here to join me today for this, you know, a couple minutes, 15, 20 minutes, whatever this ends up being, just to talk about how are we going to do that? Because if you're listening to this episode when it comes out early January of 2024, then we are right in the middle of it. Well, I guess in the beginning of it-ish, sometimes December really feels dreary and dark as well. But there's a Christmas break and like lights out and presents and all that stuff. So it kind of like pulls us through. But I always tend to find that at least where I live, I live in Canada and most Canadians, and I know a lot of people around the world, this time of year is very dark. That can be very difficult. And it has been very difficult for me. I am one of those people who really struggles with the gray. And I know that a lot of us teachers out there really struggle with the gray as well. And it's also kind of coincides with the middle part of our teaching year. And so that can be also difficult. So it kind of, I've always felt as a teacher that it kind of compounded for me. And I know that some of us don't struggle as much with the gray. My husband is one of those people. It doesn't seem to affect him as much. It does a little bit because he's human. But it's interesting because I've been able to watch him through the gray months. I can really see that I actually really struggle with the gray. So whether you are one of those people who can, you know, plow through, or if you're like me and you can't without sprinkling some sparkle into these months, um, stick with me here today and there'll be some ideas about how we can throw that sparkle through these months so we can get through it and not just get through it, but enjoy parts of it too. And so let's take a look at what that is. So for me, like I said, I really struggle with the gray. And so I never wanted to show up in my classroom low, you know, like low energy, just really not want to be there. Just um, I find in the middle of winter, if I really don't take care of myself, then I can slip into a seasonal depression. That sounds really deep. A lot of it is a lack of vitamin D. Some of us need way more vitamin D than other people. But actually, I was just talking to a naturopath who said that anyone who lives in the Northern Hemisphere needs to take double the vitamin D over the winter months because we need more vitamin D. There's such a lack. So I'm not giving out medical advice. That's my disclaimer. But for myself, I have been taking, I take double the vitamin D, the amount of vitamin D for December, January, February, and then part three quarters of March. And that really, really helps me for my body to respond better, I guess, to the gray. It's still getting fed that vitamin D. And actually, a lot of the times part of that vitamin D comes from those emergency packs. I found them when I was teaching and it was gray and it was, you know, even it's cold months, like the flu cold, virus cold. And I just needed something to to help my body, right? And that vitamin C, you can get it with, so they don't always come with a vitamin D as well, but you can look to get the vitamin C emergency packs, you know, that, that looks like juice, but it's not. 
And it, some of them have included extra vitamin D. And so I do take that. And then I also take some vitamin D pills. For me, that's not enough. <laughs> I still just want to sleep all day and all night and not move. And so I've had to really look at how to make these thriving months instead of surviving months. And one of those things is I bought a sun lamp. And there are these lamps, these special lamps are called sun lamps, and they sit on your desk. And you actually only use them about 20 minutes a day, I think it is. I do, only about 20 minutes a day. And I bought it from London Drugs here. And I'm sure any type of pharmacy... Oh, I've definitely seen them in pharmacies actually recently. And they don't look fancy. They don't look good. So it's not like a uh, home decor. It's something you put on your desk. And I, I just put it on my desk during the winter months. It's just something clunky and extra there. But you flip it on while I'm doing some paperwork. And that helps trick my body into thinking it's getting some sunlight and it's all like it's it's totally fine for your skin and it's really good for mental health. And so if you haven't considered if you're like me and you need something more than just that extra vitamin D consistently taking that, then I really, really encourage you go to a pharmacist and check out sun lamps. And I've had mine for 15 years and it has no I haven't. I've had mine for like eight years, eight years. And uh, it makes a huge difference, a huge difference. So I highly, highly recommend that. It's worth every penny. And the other thing, this one's a bit more controversial and that's okay. So just, you know what, take what's good for you and leave the rest. Okay. We're not going to agree on everything, but for some people, this is going to be super, super important. And for others of us, you're not going to agree with me. Just let it go. Okay. Forgive me and let it go. But for myself, during January, February, and for three quarters of March, I actually go to a sun tanning salon. It's in a gym. It's in a local gym. And I just pay for like 120 minutes or whatever it is. And I usually don't use it. And I actually only go twice a week for seven minutes in a lay down bed. When you're doing stand up, it's like half that time. But if, for those of us who've tanned when we were younger, um, for the look of it, I get that. I did that because I was super in when I was younger. And now I know it's trending not to do that. It's not good for your skin, et cetera, et cetera. But that is probably one of the biggest indicators for me of really boosting that energy feeling or that low feeling that you have in the winter. Tanning twice a week for seven minutes each time. I do not get a base tan. I do, maybe I do, but I certainly don't see it. Nobody else comments on it. It's certainly not to get a tan look. That's not what it's for. It's to help my mental health really perk up. And I've done that for about three years. And that really has been icing on the cake for me. And it's something I'm going to continue to do because it's worth the boost in mental health for me. And I do not tan in tanning beds any other time of the year. You know, I have no judgment for those of you who do. And I have no judgment for those of you who think that tanning beds are the devil's work. So you choose where you are on that spectrum. But for myself, twice a week in those really dark months have really, really helped me. And I want to encourage you that if that's something that you think you might need, do it, try it, because you will know within the first two weeks whether that's something that's really shifting your mood or if it's not. And so you can choose to balance that for yourself. But I just wanted to put that out there. I know that's controversial, but we really just need to do what we need to do in order to sprinkle that sparkle through these really dark months so that we can show up the way we want to show up as human beings, both in our minds and physically, as well as for our students. There are other things that are not like vitamin D discussions that really help sparkle 
those really great months, which is really important. I think it's, I mean, psychologically, it's incredibly important to have something to look forward to. Christmas, we can look at Christmas as one of those things where it's like first you look forward to that Halloween and then from there it's to Christmas. And then from Christmas, it's like, ooh, what are we looking for? Spring break is the next one. That's a long route with a bunch of gray. And so as adults, we can look at our mental health and we can look at how we're feeling in our bodies and in our seasons. And let's just sprinkle some sparkle into those months. And I have a few ways that I have tested it. And they have worked for me for years and have really helped me get through and not just limping to the end, but really enjoying it. So the first one for me is to organize a staff break or breakfast. So it's treats, sugar treats. (laughs) Usually you can bring fruit and whatever you want. But when I've been a part of staffs that have done this once a week, just for January, February, March, it's just small. It's not like this ongoing thing forever. But once a week, a certain percentage of the staff, so sometimes if it's a middle or high school, it's a department. So the English department is responsible for the break snack for the staff, right? And then everyone comes down when it's break time, or I've seen it also done morning time before school. There's a little bit more time there usually, where staff actually come to the staff room, which is shocking because as we know in middle and high school, that's not really a thing most of the time. If you are a part of a staff in a middle or high school that sits together at lunch or uses your staff room to to communicate and be together in community, in my experience, that is an exception to the rule. That is not what usually happens. But people will come for food. And it's also nice to hear people laughing and talking and trying a different treat. And it really just uplifts everybody's day a little bit. And it's not hard to organize because you can just, if you're in a middle or high school, you can. You can do it, well, because it would be middle of January to middle of March, basically. So that's about eight or nine weeks. So then you can just divide the staff and give them each a Monday or a Tuesday, usually a Tuesday because people forget on Mondays because it's the weekend. So a Tuesday or Wednesday that they're responsible to bring in a little snack. And then they benefit also from everyone else bringing in snacks. And when this happens, don't forget the support staff. Don't forget the secretaries and the educational assistants, whatever your district calls them, and the principals as well, right? So like they're all in this. This is a big staff. It's not just teaching staff. And so if you add those people into it as well, I found that they're very thankful to be a part of it because they really are a part of the school community. And it also eases the burden of who brings what, when, and where. And it's, again, three months or nine weeks-ish. So it's not, you just make the schedule once and then send it out. As long as you've chatted with people and people are on board, it can be a really great little pickup in the middle of the week to see faces you don't generally see and hear laughter within the building that you're not necessarily hearing all the time. It's very helpful. The other thing that I like to do is to get a few friends together for a mini book club. Just do a mini one. Don't put any pressure on everything do three months, January, February, March, and have a book for each one of those months and then read it and get together. And it doesn't matter if it's like two people or 12 people. So I've been a part of uh, book clubs that that are for school where we read YA novels because we want to connect with our students. And then I've also been in other book clubs with teachers who that aren't, that's not curriculum created or student focused. It's interest focused and, you know, whatever fiction we want to read. But these are the perfect months to curl up with a book 
It's a great excuse to read. And then once a month, you can meet either at your place or at someone else's place or in a pub or in a restaurant, whatever it is, it's only once a month, but you've been reading along the way. There's some things to say. You can enjoy each other's company. So that's only three times, right? January, February, March. And you can get three really great books just to, even if they're not great, it's still worth it to connect with people on that level. And you can do that again with teacher friends, colleagues, or with just friends outside of work. Just making sure that we sprinkle in activities, reading books, and also social activities that we don't become reclusive at this time, which I could very well do and choose not to from for my mental health. Another one that I really like is we called it Library Club. And that was once a month or twice a month. So bi-monthly or once a month. There would be library club after school at three o'clock. So our school ended at 2.42 and at three o'clock commenced library club. And library club was actually just code for teachers meeting up at the local pub. And so we could email, hey, are you coming to library club? As a reminder to all staff, it just goes, shoots out to all staff. And then you you basically leave work early because nobody leaves 20 minutes after the bell. I mean, most of us don't do that unless we're taking tons and stuff of work home. but when you know it's coming and it's only once every two weeks or once a month, you basically just schedule things around and you just make it happen. You just make it happen and you just go. And each time there'll be a slightly different group that shows up usually. Often this will bleed into the rest of the end of the year, which is lovely. Get to relax on a Friday, chat with people about work and not work. It really breaks up the week. And we called it library club for code in the school that we were at. And I just think it's really nice to be able to look forward to that. It's a it's a not formal staff event, right? It's not formally had. It's whoever wants to show up. There's no pressure. And you can stay as long as you want. And it ends up being a lot of fun. And so if you're going to do it monthly, that'd be three times. And if you're going to do it biweekly, that'd be six times. And so that could be a nice little sparkle sprinkle in these really dry months. Back to doing something just for you, what I have done, I don't really like the idea of being food motivated. However, I'm 38 now and I am very aware that I am food motivated and I would go and buy myself a specialty drinks once a week, I decided. And I wouldn't make it a habit for all year because I didn't want to consume special drinks all year and I didn't want to pay the money for that and all these things. But During these months, I would say January, February, March, I would look forward to and plan out, especially coffee. I'd stop at Starbucks. I usually got myself a grande vanilla latte, one less pump of vanilla. And that is my fave. I also like caramel um, lattes and obviously pumpkin spice when they come out as well are, are lovely. Anyway, if you don't like coffee, do a specialty tea, whatever. Sometimes that's what got me out of bed was like, okay, it is Thursday or Friday, whenever the day I chose. I am hitting up Starbucks on my way or your local cafe. And that would be such a treat that I could look forward to. And then, I mean, we're teachers, come on, that coffee would last at least through second period. Even though it was cold, it was still good. I loved that. And it was just one of those little sparkly, sprinkly things that I did to help boost. I mean, the sugar, the caffeine, that helps boost, right? But also it's just something I love. And so I knew I was doing something for myself that I loved. And lastly, We cannot have this episode without talking about physical health. And so I just want to encourage you that in the times in these months that we really, really, really 
don't want to get out of bed ever, sign up for a fitness class once a week. If you're not a fitness buff and there's three, you're, you know, three times a week is ideal for mental health, um, three or four. But so if you three sounds like a lot, especially like I have a kid and I have this whole life. And even if you don't have kids, um, for most of my career, I did not have a child and it was very, very difficult to fit in three times a week. That was very overwhelming. And that thought alone would stop me. But I encourage you, if that's too big of a thought for you, do it once a week. Like right now for myself, I just signed up for a yoga class that starts end of January and goes to the end of March. And that fits into this sparkling the sprinkle around for these dark, dark months. And I actually go with two of my neighbors. It's not a ton of endorphins. It's yoga, let's be real. But it is really good for stretching my body, especially as I'm getting older. And it's actually really great to connect with my neighbors as well. So it's kind of twofold in that. I would like to get into like maybe a Zumba class. But the thing is, is like you could commit to going to the gym. And if you do that, get a partner to do that. But if you're in a class, then there is this kind of built-in accountability because it's it's once a week or twice a week, whatever the class is. At a certain time, the instructor's there. You usually have paid for it or you've signed up. So someone is expecting you to show up. And that might feel arbitrary, but it's really not because it really does get me out the door on those days that I I just, I wouldn't otherwise. And so know yourself, know what you will do and what you won't do. And one day a week is way better than no days a week. And we need that for our mental health boost. And so if you're not going to do it any other time of the year, pick something low key like yoga or Aquafit if you're super not into high intensity workouts, or if you are, find a class for this season. Find a class and commit to it, even if it's early morning, and it will really help boost that mental health during these really dark months. So if you think about it, let's just think about this just really quickly as we wrap up here. If we did and we sprinkled these things throughout January, February, March, and it's early January, so it's not January 1st or anything. This episode comes out January 9th, so I don't know when you're listening to this. So we're already into January, right? And so if we go from January till March, where that's generally where the sun starts to come out a bit more, we can come out of our caves. Then if you think about the the things that we've talked about in this episode and how we can sprinkle the sparkle through so that we can thrive in these months rather than just surviving, it really, really can be magical. So if we take our vitamin D, I take double the amount, but I am not recommending, I'm not a doctor, and use a sun lamp and tan twice a week. And then we also add a fitness class. I'm only doing one yoga class, but I've added that in and that's a big win for me right now. If you organize a once a week staff treat day that really is just organized once and sent out, you have a book club where you're reading under the covers in these nice months, but then meeting socially to chat about this book once a month. You leave work early once a month or twice a month, depending for library club, quote unquote, to grab a beer with your colleagues. If we do all of these things and we buy ourselves a specialty drink once a week, if we put all of that into action, we've then sprinkled and sparkled these very dreary months and have given things for our brain to look forward to. We've increased vitamin D, which can help. And we've also increased endorphins through the body. And we're intentionally connecting with people when we don't necessarily want to. So if this is resonating with you, I really hope that that a new idea has come or even that there's just been a reminder of keep going, add some sparkle through. And I'd really love to hear more ideas of how you sparkle things through. Like what is it that you do that adds a little bit of light in these really dark months? 
Um, how are you sprinkling some sparkle into the next few months? If you want to DM me on Instagram at Apple Tree Resources, I would love to hear you and what you're doing to sparkle, to spread some sparkle in your life for the next four months, three months. <laughs> and yeah, so thanks for joining me today. And let's get through these months thriving. We'll see you next time. If you'd like five free activities to use with any story you can use today, then head over to appletreeresources.com slash story activities. That's appletreeresources.com slash story activities to get five activities you can use with any story for free. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I know we're all busy and I feel honored you chose to spend some of that time with me. Until next time. 